Welcome to the Wellness Journey Podcast from the St. John Vianney Center. I'm Dr. Mariette Danilo, and I remain grateful for the opportunity to journey with you through these challenging times and to hopefully provide you with information that will help sustain you. Our podcasts are aimed at keeping you healthy in mind, body, and spirit. This is Podcast 10. Today, we're going to go over a stress management checklist. How are you doing? I thought it was important to check in with you and sort of ask you some questions that might give you some insight as to how you're doing during this time. You know, much has happened since our last podcast. So I wanted to discuss with you the following and talk about ways you can get to where you need to go in terms of uh, successfully navigating through this challenge and learning resilience. So I'd like you to ask yourself the following questions. Let's see how you do. Do I keep a positive attitude? If you remember correctly, uh, one of the earlier podcasts we did was on our lens, the importance of how we look and how we interpret situations, how our mind frames uh, certain challenges that are before us, and keeping a realistically optimistic perspective. It's important because your mind drives so much, and the way we think can create depression and anxiety if we're not careful. It's important, although we, we really need to be there for our friends, we need to be careful not to allow ourselves to be around negative people and negative thinking for too long. Uh, negativity is contagious. It's a contagion. And so you really need to guard yourself against this and try to surround yourself with friends who are hopeful and who see the silver lining. You know, it's possible, we always have this anticipatory grief as uh, Sister Mercedes uh, talked about during her interview. We have this sort of expectation of something negative going to happen. Well, I'll be darned if the opposite can happen too. Something wonderful can happen and good things can be ahead of us. So please try to keep a positive attitude. Next question would be, do I have friends or at least one person in my life to whom I can confide in and trust? If you look back on our podcasts, uh, there's one that has to do with loneliness. And in that podcast, you'll find a description of what to look for in a quality relationship. What is the kind of relationship that's going to nourish you? So please take a look. Next question, do I accept that there are events that I cannot control? Well, this one's kind of easy. We control what we can, we surrender the rest to God. And when we think of the word surrender, sometimes we think of a white flag being raised. But really, we're giving this over to God and just accepting with humility 
the fact that we cannot control everything. Next question. Am I assertive instead of aggressive? So do you assert your feelings, opinions, or beliefs instead of becoming angry, defensive, or passive? And basically, we need to show up, be honest, be kind. If it doesn't need to be said, you don't need to say it. But if it needs to be said, say it with kindness. So if you listen to the podcast um, on boundaries, on setting boundaries, um, there's much about this that can be helpful to you. But if you're very angry right now, and we all know ourselves, um, if you have that level of self-awareness where you know if you're just a little too grumpy, then you should be, um, ask yourself why. Where is that coming from? Usually it's fear. but do take a look inside of yourself. Change always comes from the inside out. Next question. Learn and practice relaxation techniques. So try meditation, of course, prayer, rosary. Uh, some people enjoy yoga or Tai Chi for stress, for stress management, and deep breathing. So again, if you go to the St. John Vianney Center um, website, uh, you will hear in our resources page a, a gentleman named Don Marks, Dr. Don Marks, and he does some mindfulness exercises that are wonderful um, and it'd be very helpful for you. Exercise regularly. Do you exercise regularly? Okay, the body needs to move. Back on the podcast when we talked about chronic stress, the impact of chronic stress on the body, we said that the body needs to move and you don't need to be um, a superman or um, a gym rat to, in order to be successful with this. You need to walk. Um, if you're having a problem with your ankle or your knee, you can swim, you can get into water. There's always something you can do if one part of your body is taking a break, um, there's always a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. And so do find ways to move your body. You could do it in gardening. Um, you can uh, engage in um, very everyday activities, even doing laundry. You're just moving your body. Try A sedentary is the new smoking. So just try not to be sitting for long stretches of time. Uh, the, the research on uh, the impact of exercise on the brain is just astounding. So your mental acuity will improve as well. So ask yourself, am I moving? Am I exercising regularly? Next question, do I eat healthy, well-balanced meals? Again, I point you to the St. Johnny Vianney Center website, Connie Ostap. She's a wonderful person, but she's our dietitian, and she has some great advice about portion sizes and how to eat a well-balanced meal. You gotta try to get those vegetables and green leafies in. I know my husband uh, thinks that uh, potato chips are a vegetable, and you know I have to remind him. But if you have no nag in your life like me, you need to uh, remember to do that on your own. 
So do try to eat, um, eat well. And again, there's a podcast about that. Chronic stress in the body does cover that. Um, do I manage my time effectively? Am I willing to learn how? You know, we're hearing more and more that in the days ahead, your schedules are going to be busier and busier. And so you're going to need uh, strategies for time management. And certainly we have, um, we do have some material on the website. We also teach this, but in the meantime, you can, you could get advice about time management uh, in many places on the internet, but do try to think about managing your time effectively so that you can, you need to fit your self care in your schedule. You need to exercise, uh, you need to perhaps cook for yourself or prepare healthy meals. You need to fit that in just like you would brush your teeth in the morning. It's got to be as regular as that. It has to be a priority because if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of the many other tasks that you have and all the people that you look out for. So you need to take care of yourself. It is not selfish. It is not self-indulgent. And it's not frivolous. And God gave you that body. And I would imagine you'd want to take good care of it. Next question. Do I set limits appropriately and learn to say no to requests that would create excessive stress? Okay. Again, the podcast that we did on boundaries can outline this for you and tell you. Many people think that saying no is selfish. You cannot say no, you cannot say yes to everything. It's just impossible unless you are Superman. So do listen to that podcast again on boundaries, but you, you need to be able to be very discerning about where your time should be spent and what responsibilities you own and what responsibilities do others own. And do I make time for hobbies, interests, relaxation, and fun? Do you remember the old Reader's Digest? If any of you are, I'm dating myself, but in the Reader's Digest, there was a section called uh, Laughter is the Best Medicine. And it truly is. You need to laugh. You need to relax. You need to have fun. Please don't feel selfish doing this in the middle of a pandemic. It's more important than ever. And maybe it's time for a new hobby or a new interest, something maybe that you wouldn't have done before. But you do need to laugh. Next question, do I get enough rest and sleep? So your body actually needs time to recover from stressful events. And again, referring you to the podcast on chronic stress in the body. I go over that and I talk about um, sleep on that podcast and how to get a good restful night and strategies that you can use if you're not sleeping well. Do I rely on alcohol, drugs, or compulsive behaviors such as eating? Am I overeating? Am I shopping too much? Am I on the internet too much? Uh, you know, uh, out, well, again, alcohol, drugs. There are so many things that we can become addicted to. We can even become addicted to work. 
if any of these things is a substitute for relaxation or a substitute for human contact, you need to really rely on your self-awareness and ask yourself, what's missing? Why am I doing something that is really not life-affirming? And why am I doing this rather than uh, doing something healthy? So find a trade-off. If, if you're eating too much, find, uh, call a friend when you're hungry. Join Overeaters Anonymous. Um, you can, if you're beginning to rely on food as your best friend, and believe me, we've all been there. We've all, we all have something on this list. Um, but try to think about what you are, what you're missing, what, what you're really hungry for. Usually, it's contact with other human beings that we need or an outlet. Exercise will help with this a great deal as well. Here's another question. Do I seek out social support? Do I spend enough time with people who I enjoy? Again, if you go back to the podcast on loneliness, we're going to talk about quality relationships. Sister Mercedes McCann said something so interesting, as she always does, on her interview um, in the podcast that was done. Um, she talked about people who will actually become addicted to isolation. So like turtles going back into their shells, um, that people can become addicted to this. So you need to seek out social support, need to find people you enjoy. And believe me, they're out there. Um, next question. Am I willing to seek treatment with a psychologist or other mental health professional trained in stress management or biofeedback techniques to learn healthy ways of dealing with stress in my life? Well, that's a mouthful, that sentence. But what that means is, are you willing to learn? Are you open to change? You needn't be afraid because anxiety, depression, all of these things uh, can, be, uh, can be treated successfully by professionals. And everyone along the way needs help at one point or another. You know, one of my favorite novelists is named uh, Louise Penny. And she wrote a series of novels and they're mystery novels. And one of the, the lead character in these novels is named Chief Inspector Armand Gamache. And he is a character who has uh, very strong integrity. He's just the, uh, the most wonderful man. He's a strong, compassionate, good man. And when he trains his detectives, because in the stories, in the storylines, he works for, he's the head of a homicide unit in, uh, in Quebec. And when he trains his detective, he has four things that he tells them leads to wisdom. And I always love this list, and I'm going to share it with you. So these are the four things that lead to wisdom. He says that we have to be able to say the following. I don't know. I need help. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Now, I thought that was interesting because 
you know, of course, much of this is consistent with our Catholic faith and what, what, what we are taught. But I thought that the two first things there would be useful here to be able to say, I don't know, I don't have the answers. And especially to be able to say, I'm going to need help with this. I need help. We shouldn't be afraid because help is right there. And you, you know that you would provide help if someone needed your help. Sometimes, as people in the church often do, we see ourselves as the teachers. We see ourselves as the doctor. And everyone else is the, the quote-unquote patient. But really, that's not true. That's not realistic. We're all doctors sometimes, and we're all patients sometimes, and we all help each other. Uh, so I would really encourage you to be able to recognize when you think you're becoming overwhelmed by some of what's going on now. Um, and if you could, look out for your brothers and sisters. And if any of them are struggling, do reach out and try to help them as well. And I hope they do that for you. So that's the list of stress management. Uh, it's a stretch man stress management checklist. That's my checklist. I'd like you to think about each of these things and see if you have some work to do. So I am hoping that at this time you're all doing well and navigating well. We don't, we don't know what's ahead or how long it's going to take. But again, despair is not an option for a Christian and we, uh, we always have hope. So I'm going to say goodbye now. Um, and uh, if you have any questions or want to talk, just give a call to the St. John Vianney Center. We're always here. You've been listening to the Wellness Journey podcast from the St. John Vianney Center. I hope today's stress management checklist proves useful to you. You can find all our podcasts and get additional information and resources for clergy and religious by visiting our website at sjvcenter.org. Remember, we're companions on the journey to stay healthy in mind, body, and spirit. We are the St. John Vianney Center, and our mission is you.